So this past week, in many senses, has been a difficult week. If you've been following news, um, we um, we heard about the tragic school shooting in Texas, where 21 people were killed. And what is, I believe, tragic and horrific in a school shooting, at least the school shootings, you know, that have been in the news, is it's the children who kill children. And that is tragic. I mean, we can make a sense of things, you know, in the past, well, adults, you know, older people, like, you know, when you look at the, I guess, I, I guess the greatest new, horrific uh, shootings, the shooter would usually be an older um, gentleman. But if you look recently at the school shootings, these are young people, young adults, you know, just coming out of your teenage years. Or, and, and that is what makes um, this tragic and calls us to question ourselves is, where is our society going? Where is the American society going? In an article that I read in a very popular journal says, we have become a society filled with very young men who are ready and willing to throw away their lives and the lives of others. And and a natural response for us, I believe, as Catholics, as people of faith, is to pray. But in the world, in the, um, in the public square that we live in, prayer is no, is no action, is non-action, right? Today, we have to take a stance. Are you for gun control? Are you not? You know, it's either or. You cannot, you cannot be in the middle right? Uh, prayer seems to be that option, that easy option of no action. But, but when, when issues, especially if school shooting happens, um, it's easy to jump, you know, on guns and all of that. But rather to ask ourselves a deeper question, is the root cause something else? Is it a greater problem? Is it a deeper problem? Um, than what we see. Is it a lifestyle issue? Young people today um, are absorbed, you know, looking at the computer screens, phones, video games. Is that a source of disorder? And what's to be done? What are we to do as a society? Well, so first, we've got to accept this reality that we live in a broken world. We live in a broken society. Our families are broken. Our technology has driven um, towards isolation. We have technology-driven isolation. And we have a decline in church uh, being a social center, a center of social life. And hence, we have to pray. We have to pray about the situation. 
Secondly, change starts at home. Um, we have to provide our children a strong family. It's, it's no surprise that if the parents are married, stable, steady, are present for their children, the children end up becoming better in terms of society, more responsible. I mean, we could always have exceptions, but, but, um, but more or less, that's how the children grow. What are other options? This article that I was reading talks about, you know, looking beyond college, like beyond college, do our society provide more options for young men? I mean, young men who think academics is not for them. Um, do we have more options for them to grow? And do we have enough models, like role models in society? Um, you know, what our scripture talks about, when, when, when scripture talks about men, um, is, to, you know, presents them as, as, as warrior kings, you know, willing to die for their faith. That's the men that we encounter as we read the scripture. Um, are these our models today? We come across a great model in today's um, first reading from the Acts of the Apostles, Stephen, right? He is the first martyr, first Christian martyr. And he, and he represents an Easter church, a church that is alive, that is active, uh, that is um, on fire by the power of resurrection, willing to challenge others. You know, church does not give in. This, I mean, this church that's on fire does not give in to people's disinterest, to people's rejection, arrogance, people who ridicule faith. You don't give in to this. Rather, you draw strength from Christ who's ascended, who's sitting at the right hand. What Stephen did in the midst of his persecution is he gazed into heaven. He looked up. He moved away from the earthly things. And what was the result? He was being stoned, but we can sense that he did not feel the impact of these stones. He felt no pain of martyrdom. The scripture in the first reading ends saying that he fell asleep. And in many ways he fulfills the words of Christ that we hear in today's gospel, where Jesus prayed for, for people, for men and women, who would stand up to faith. We have a temptation to accommodate, to compromise, to get along and fit in. Uh, we value diversity more than truth, the individual more than the common good. We value tolerance about genuine love, justice, and charity. It seems easy this to live this way to manage our differences. But unfortunately, this converts nobody. When people believe in something and they don't act on it, then they draw people away from them. Rather, when people believe, they act on, on it. As Catholics, our faith matters. 
faith changes us, it molds us into a new creation, a creation that God has envisioned of us to be that what we call the best version of ourselves. But to the extent we try to blend into society, becoming like everybody else, um, we do not fulfill our vocation, our primary call to be holy. As you know, holiness means to be set apart. We have to be set apart. We need, um, we need churches rooted in holiness. We need parishes that are on fire, like Stephen, you know, like the early church, willing to die. Only, and all of this is possible only when we give ourselves fully and generously to God. Not a bit, not, not like, you know, just let extra bits of pieces, I'll just throw it like on Sunday. No, but I mean, when we give ourselves fully, when we make God the center of our lives, when we truly seek to be holy, and when we become a community that fosters holiness, then only will, in the midst of us, arise new Stephens. You will have men and women who, uh, who are people of prayer, courage, and zeal, who are anchored on the sacramental life. As we get closer to the Pentecost, Pentecost Sunday, as you know, it's next week, let us truly pray for this new Pentecost, that we need um, our parish to be on fire. We need ourselves to be on fire, fire to be holy, so that, um, so that we may rise above this world that we live um, and fulfill what Jesus um, prayed for today, that we may all be one, just as he and the Father are one.